Hello and welcome to another episode of A Pastor and His People. I am Pastor Dave Keene today here with uh, Jenny Schellenberger. Hey Jenny. Hi Dave. Uh, well thank you so much for uh, jumping in. I know you had a lot of time to prep and think about this podcast. How much time did you have before this podcast began? Uh, 20 seconds. 20 seconds sounds exactly like the way Dave Keene operates, right? All right, so you uh, listen to lots of sermons, right? Yes. You have listened to lots of sermons in your life, right? Yes. Yep. You have op- opinions on sermons, right? Yes. Uh, I think this sermon in particular, I think, is incredibly beneficial for someone like you who works with lots of people and helps uh, them. S- for, for, let me say that again. You work with lots of people and you see their gifts to serve the body, right? Yes. So yep. Romans chapter 1, Paul is saying... I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith is proclaimed in all the world, right? So obviously Paul is thinking about the Roman church here. He's thinking about, man, he's you know probably in Ephesus writing this. He's hearing about God doing amazing things in the Roman church. We don't exactly know what, but we know that they're being steadfast probably in trials. Uh, they're probably you know holding fast to the gospel in, in a true form uh, of Jesus Christ. Um, so let me ask, kind of maybe ask this more of a, a practical question for you, right? Um, how do you hear that? Right when you hear, you know, someone's faith is proclaimed all the world. Right, so maybe first two questions. First question I'd ask you is: Over the last several uh, years, our church has engaged in missions kind of across the world. How has that kind of encouraged your faith when you hear about what God's doing throughout the world? I love to hear stories of um, people leaving comfort zones um, where they've grown up and then go out and share the gospel. Um, and I know that looks different. I've, witnessed that firsthand in different countries of what that looks like uh, for a certain person to to be a part of a a mission sending agency or the the gospel and it encourages me it makes me want to be out there it makes uh, me want to send my kids out there Um, it makes me want to see kids in our in our church Um, and, and when I say kids you know, yeah, yeah, college. Yeah, college yeah, it's yeah. a big age group. We're not but, sitting at our, yeah. our, our sixth six graders yet. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'd take them with me on a trip, yeah. um, depending on where we're going. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I think it's it's encouraging, and it shows that um, where if you read all the old biographies of missionaries from long ago and you hear about the boat rides and, and all that, how long it took them to even get someplace, it's doable um, in, in our day and age as far as just hopping on a plane. Yeah, so you, you have gone lots of, on lots of mission trips, yes. right? Lots when you were kind of in, in college and seminary, yeah. and less so as the, as the children started coming, but yes. more recently, mm-hmm. right? You went to uh, Turkey a couple of years back, yeah. and then recently to Puerto Rico, to Columbus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you want to go on mission trips? Um, I think it gets you, again, out of your day-to-day. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a more focused time. But it also, you go and you serve with other people. It encourages you to see the work that's being done. It's not just Park Baptist right here in Rock Hill. Um, there's so many good people doing work around the world. Um, but also, it, um, it is more fuel for the fire to do good work here as well. Yeah, I, mean, I have found the same thing. You know, I've traveled more uh, of late and uh, just seeing God move in all, sorts, all parts of the world. It's sometimes in very similar ways that he's moving here, yes. right? Where yeah. the people are hearing the gospel, they're repenting, they're believing, they're being baptized, the church is being strengthened, mm-hmm. they're trying to make the church mature in Christ, teach them sound doctrine, raise up missionaries, send them out, plant churches. It seems like right. this is not a unique American thing. Right. This is right. a global advance of the kingdom of God, uh, yes. which has been super encouraging. Um, which so, is that unity, I think, the church 
has and should have. Yeah, it's, I mean, I think, you know, we have one common. Lord, one faith, one baptism kind of spread throughout time. And, you know, and it really helps put things in perspective. Obviously, there's the unique challenges we face here uh, in America, uh, in the West, but there's also challenges that other places face in different ways, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, uh, all right. So, as the, obviously, Paul wants to go to Rome, right? And he's, he's, he's been prevented, right? Um, you know, one of the kind of ideas that I was kind of sharing throughout the message, this idea of resting in God's sovereignty, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we want to do these things, but it doesn't always work out that way. And we have to trust kind of the situation where God, God has us. Uh, as someone who's kind of, you know, have seen God move in different parts in your life, how have you seen that play out in your life, right? In terms of times when things may have been difficult and you just had to, 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 to rest in God's sovereignty. And then looking back, you're like, oh. I see what he was doing. Yeah. So we cannot, like you said, we make plans. God directs our steps. Um, my plan leaving high school was to go to college in order to get to seminary to get on the mission field. God d- directed my steps there, but then directed me to Park Baptist Church. And I love the work that's here. Uh, sometimes I question that. And <laughs> not that the work is not good, but that, like, why am I not overseas yeah. doing a missions work there? Um, but but the impact that can be had on future generations for uh, in the children's ministry to me is um, is just as important. Yeah. Uh, so so that would be a struggle that I would say I would have. But then I would also say that it's been a blessing uh, yeah. to, to 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 remain where God wants you to be. Yeah, I mean, I shared a little bit of my story in, in the sermon, but you know, I had dreams of uh, you know it being in Washington D.C., the nation's capital, and just impacting the nations there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, lots of just circumstances kind of in my own life kind of causes to, to move, um, you know. And then it kind of felt like when I was leaving D.C., I was kind of losing my opportunity to impact the nations. Like, I'm not going to impact the nation uh, of America if I'm not in the capital. I'm not going to impact the world if I, if I leave this place. And I get to, like, rural South Carolina. I'm like, okay, what, what in the world? You know, a town yeah. of, the nearest town is 3,000 people, which was 20 minutes away. Yeah. <laughs> the nearest, yeah. like, incorporated town was 600 people. Uh, and then coming to park and we're, you know, you know, over those early days, there was a lot of, you know, empty pews. Yes. And, yeah. okay, Lord, what are you doing? And then all of a sudden we had this flood of college students. And then we have these, you know, uh, empty nesters. And then we have a Hispanic yeah. congregation. Yeah. And, like, just now we feels like, oh, my goodness, what was the Lord doing? And now... What I had dreamed of, uh, just by trying to walk in obedience, the Lord has given me. Mm-hmm. We, we, our church, in a small way, is, is impacting the nations, and yeah. uh, it's just really, really encouraging to see. Um, you know, if you were talking to maybe a younger person, right, mm-hmm. uh, who's going through a difficult time, what advice would you give them to kind of stay the course? Um, talk to others. Definitely don't, don't keep uh, any struggles that you have hidden. Um, we've got great people here at this church. We've got you... Uh, You've got people all around you if you're at Park Baptist to, to talk to. Um, and then just just really pray and reevaluate um, what you're saying your goals are as well because maybe those goals aren't really what God has, has got you going towards. And he may be leading you in a completely different direction. Um, most of the people uh, that if you talk to an, an, an adult, they are not doing what they studied for as a young person in their career now. Um, so plan for changes that changes happen and God directs us in different ways. Amen. So Paul wants to get to Rome, right? And, uh, he's been prevented because God wanted to do other things first. Mm-hmm. Um, but his aim to go to Rome, he says, I hope to impart some spiritual gift to strengthen you. That is that we may be mutually encouraged by your faith and mine. So I just think of this idea of God giving gifts to his church, right? Mm-hmm. And, 
you know, I guess this is an easy question to ask you because you see people use their gifts all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe just let's take a few moments and let's just celebrate uh, how God is using the, the very gifts at Park to build up his body. What do, what do you see? Um, I see people here doing manual labor to make new classrooms and offices uh, where we would have to hire that out otherwise, and it maybe wouldn't be the, the vision that we would see it being. Um, I see uh, just folks, again, this is all kind of like behind-the-scenes stuff that people wouldn't see like blatantly in front of them, but I see people here um, discipling young people while cleaning the church. Um going alongside a teenager and, a, and an older gentleman and a younger gentleman working together and just having conversations. Because I know at my house, you have the best conversations when you're raking leaves. Um, so I see that, that those gifts being used um, on a one-to-one basis well behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, and of course, there's always the ones that are out there that you see, everyone sees. We see everyone taking the children and loving them. We see the youth directors or leaders um, spending a Saturday night or a Friday night that they could be out on a date with their spouse, but instead they're hanging out with their youth and yeah. eating eggs and it's weird. No, like there's that. nothing weird <laughs> happens at a youth hangout ever. <laughs> Maybe not this semester. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you some some stuff is real out there, and we um, and but some stuff is behind the scenes and you won't see it. The the one on ones that you see a lot, and that and that's to me that's the spiritual gift of being able to to walk alongside someone and encourage and edify them. Yeah. Um, one, of, one of the greatest gifts of being on staff here and me serving as pastor, you serving as children's director, is you get to see maybe in, in a more in-depth way of how people are serving, right? Mm-hmm. You hear about more, right, just because of conversations and maybe time spent at the church. Uh, but then you're, you're just people just have a conversation with you, and they, they're so often praising other people in our body, mm-hmm. right? So people come to us and say, oh, so-and-so just did this. Mm-hmm. And... If you listen well, you're like, oh my gosh, the Lord is using his church to serve and build each other up in so many ways. I mean, it's just really incredible. You know, I think this last several weeks, we've had some unique challenges in the life of the body and people have just stepped up, right? You know, and they they have felt this kind of compulsion in their heart to, hey, I really want to serve. I really want to to be a blessing here. Um, so let's say someone's in the body, right? Mm -hmm. And they feel like they're, um, a little stagnant, right? They don't feel like they're using their gifts, right? And they don't even know what their gifts are. They're kind of like, ah, I want to be more involved and I just don't know what to do. Right. You know, you've been going to church for a long time and you, part of your life is helping to get people more involved in the life of the body. Right. Uh, give me some pointers that you would give uh, a person like that. Um, well, you mentioned some of those in the sermon, I think. Talk about what do you enjoy right now? What what brings you joy? To, and, and how would you, where would you lean in towards naturally serving? Like, not even inside the church, but outside the church. Do you enjoy reading books to kids? Do you enjoy uh, working in your yard? Like, those simple things of enjoyment, God's given you those. And so, you can use those within the church body. Um, now, it, it may be, take some creativity to figure that out exactly what that looks like. And maybe we have a hole here that your specific thing that you can do uh, could fill. Um, but asking around, again, again, this church is full of folks who, um, who love each other. So asking them what they see your spiritual gifts are and where you could uh, serve best. But also just thinking to yourself, too, man, I want to do something, but I don't know what. And then thinking, well, what do I enjoy doing? 
and yeah. seeing if we've got a, an avenue there here at the church. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, obviously I think that sometimes people look to elders and staff and say, okay, there's, I see this problem in the life of the body or I, I, I want to do this and I don't think I can. And sometimes they, they kind of lay it at, at, at the staff or elders' feet. And sometimes that's probably rightly so. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't, it, we're not putting systems in place to giving people opportunities. I mean, part of the job of a pastor is to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Um, but we're not maybe not doing that well, helping to equip them. Um, but other times I think that God moves in your heart as a congregation, mm-hmm. right? And wants you to actually respond to those things. Yeah. And I think one thing I would just encourage all of us is just kind of push past that timidity, right? Where we're kind of like stopping and starting and kind of, yeah. no, let's actually do it, right? Let's right. actually just step up and, um, I was thinking about that today, um, uh, my morning prayer time, and I was like, okay, thinking about a family life of the church that I have thought about reaching out to because I know that I think they're struggling, and I just haven't done it yet. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, this is a prompting by the Holy Spirit. Make that call today, right? Yeah. Like, just don't put it off any longer. We all can put things off, you know, things whether we think it's going to be hard or just because, you know, for whatever the reason we're tired or, you know, mm-hmm. you, name, you name it. So, um so how and maybe just one well kind of put a um a cap on this one. Any other thoughts that you would say about the church using their gifts to serve one another? Um, I I guess I'll just say you can't go wrong in doing it. Um, if you're if you're using what God has given you, and you're using it for the encouragement of others and to proclaim the gospel, then what could go wrong? Well, a lot could go wrong, but you. <laughs> Probably yeah. doing the will of God, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what He wants you to do because you're using things that He's given you. Um, and, and again, like what you were saying just a minute ago as far as like if you see something and we're not doing it as a staff at the church, and maybe that is the Holy Spirit prompting you to do it because if you don't jump on it then, what I find is my life will, all the activities and the things that we've got going on, it'll it'll keep pushing me forward. I won't have pause to really think that through and, and, and think how to implement it. Um, talk to others about yeah. how we can get it going. So just be careful not to let life keep pushing you along whenever God's giving you a moment to pause and say, let's do this. So I know that like how the Lord's wired me, right? And I'm okay to say I think God has primarily gifted me in preaching and teaching and encouragement, right? So mm-hmm. like, like I know that because when I teach, people tend to grow. It mm-hmm. just kind of tends to happen. And when I, I see things in people that just kind of well up in me that I just want to tell them, it feels like it's almost like it's like a it's like a flood that I have to just tell people about, right? Mm-hmm. I believe that's from the Lord, right? And I'm not trying to say that as this is that's just a reality I think in my life. Um, is it hard for maybe you to admit certain gifts that you have? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Because I mean, the Lord has used you in so many unique ways here, yeah. in terms of your administration of the the kids ministry. You're a gifted teacher. Um, why do you think you have always been more reluctant to maybe admit or agree with some of the gifts that God has given you? Um, maybe uh, not to be self-seeking. Um, also, whenever you're doing something that you really love and that you're, um, comes easily, I know that means it's probably a gift. But yeah. that doesn't feel like it's anything that it's yeah. just easy. It's not a labor whatsoever. 100%. Um, so I, I think it's probably why. 
Yeah, so I think, you know, I don't, you know, I think personally it's okay to say, I think the Lord has made me this way, right? And not in a boastful look at me, but in everything that we have, we have received from the Lord, 1 Corinthians 4, 7. Why do we act if we do not receive it? Like, no, listen, Mm -hmm. if it's it's a gift of God's hand, I think when we exercise it and we we agree that, okay, I think maybe the Lord has done this in my life, you're you're just grateful for the Lord, right? And you're giving him praise. I think sometimes we... We downplay some of the things that God's done in our life, right? Um, really try to, to to debase ourselves, or do like the Lord Jesus, or like, like like John the Baptist. I must decrease so that He must increase. I think that's a right impulse, but I also think it's probably good too to say, "Yeah, I think the Lord has kind of given me this gift, and I want to exercise it for His glory." So and praise the Lord for those opportunities, right? Amen. So so Paul is kind of like he says, "I am under obligation, right, to 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 to, to the Greeks and barbarians to." Um, and I'm, I'm eager to preach the gospel to you in Rome, right? Mm-hmm. So this idea in my head just kind of came out. Okay, Paul wanted us to fulfill the ministry, the unique role that God's given him. You know, how has maybe that for you? Or what do you think the unique role God's given you that you kind of like, okay, this is the way I feel like the Lord, how, Lord wants me to fulfill the ministry he's given me? Hmm. The unique role? Yeah, well, I mean, I think obviously it's... I'm looking probably, you know, this as, as okay, you're a mom yeah. and, a, and, a, and, a, and a wife as well as a children's director here. So it's kind of like very, like three kind of parallel roles, right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah. one's, a, one's a job, and, you know, uh, as a wife and a mom. You know, I think sometimes in our society that we kind of undercut that, right? And we yeah. feel like if fulfill your ministry, your obligation. Well, if God's giving you a ministry to your kids and to your husband, mm-hmm. that's not a bad thing, sure. right? Yeah. You know, that's, a, that's actually a glorious thing, yeah. as well as serving the church, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you, are, you have your hands full of doing lots of different things. Um, so yeah, I guess I just like, from a from a female perspective, when you think about fulfilling your ministry, mm-hmm. right? Do you view those as ministries, or is that just life? Um, I guess I yeah. When people ask me, "Are you discipling anybody?" I'm like, "Oh my goodness, yes." I have six kids that we do daily Bible study, and we have conversations, and but that's every mom should be doing yeah. that. Every dad should be doing that. That's life. Um, but I also think that our. When I was a kid, my favorite things to play was house and school. And I feel like I'm doing that now. I'm doing house and school. And then I love to be at church. And so here I am. Like it's church is kind of like house and school together when you're doing kids ministry. You've got all these kids you're taking care of, but you're also teaching them. Um, so it's like it's a culmination of all that come together. And I, again, I think that goes back to what um, God has given you an enjoyment to do. And it, it, it's easy. Um with hard times, but overall it's a, it's easy to serve in that way. So. Amen. Amen. Well, I, like I said, I, I said this on Sunday, but I, I think that, um, that scripture or that sentence for, I long to see you that I may impart some spiritual gift and strength to you. That is that we may be mutually encouraged by your faith and mine. I, by each other's faith. I just love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the beauty of the church. Right. And I think that if you're an active part of a local body, you get to experience it all the time, right? So you pour your life out to others. They pour their life into you. And when your family's there, it's not just you they're pouring into. They're pouring into their, your kids and your your um, your spouse. It's it's a wonderful thing. So, uh, Jenny, we want to close us out in prayer and just thank God for Park Baptist Church and how he's using the varied gifts in our body. Yeah. Uh, dear Lord God, we love you. And we are just the most thankful uh, people to have um, our church our family, um, the family of God here together as we sing it every Sunday um, morning. And uh, Lord, we pray for the, for our church. We pray that um, many would find their roles, uh, but not just to have something to do, but in order that, that their good deeds 
uh, would keep telling those next generations uh, of what you have done. God, we pray that um, if anyone feels that they don't know what to do, uh, God, lay it upon their hearts, Lord, but also pray they would talk and speak to others. And uh, Lord, we just pray that our minds would always be set on the furtherance of the gospel. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen.